Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into our Warriors Weekly Podcast. It's John Dickinson, Matt Steinmetz for 95.7 The Game. It's between Game 2 and Game 3 of the Warriors and the Kings. Kings are up 2-0 in the series And the Warriors are going to be without Draymond Green for game three as he was suspended by the NBA late on Tuesday night uh, for the incident involving DeMontis Sabonis at the end of game two with about seven minutes to go in game two, suspended for game three for stepping on the chest of DeMontis Sabonis. That announcement made by the league late last night after it had been reported, Steiny, that there probably wasn't going to be a suspension. So this one was a little bit of a stunner just based on the fact that it had been reported that there was likely not to be any further punishment beyond the flagrant two and and ejection that uh, Draymond faced at the end of that game. Just your initial reaction to the timing of everything. I know the Kings put out an injury update that listed Sabonis as questionable. I kind of wondered as part of this, and there's so many different layers to it. I I wonder if maybe there was some pressure by the Kings to put on the league as to, Hey, this guy might not be able to play in game three. I think everybody expects him to play in game three. Uh, But just your, your initial thoughts on, on Draymond being suspended. Yeah, I was I was I was definitely a little bit surprised. And then the way it all came down makes it, you know, makes it does make you raise your eyes, eyebrows a little bit. You know, uh kicking him out for the last seven minutes turned out to be a killer for the Warriors. Um, and that was a pretty significant punishment. So once we got to yesterday night, I figured we were done with it pretty much. Um, and and I've heard this a lot already. And I, I truly believe it. I think what, and I, I think the league almost should have uh, indicated in the memo that this was part of it. But I do think what happened after the stomp was a part of this too, with Draymond and kind of inciting the crowd, standing up on the bench, clearly using profanity um, directed at the fans screaming that, that to me was, I don't know if it was almost as bad, but Draymond was out of control um, at that point, I felt like. And, you know, Adam Silver was in the building. And I think the league could have alleviated some of the the questioning of this suspension had they said something like for this and the behavior after the stomp. 
Yeah, I, I I'm I understand where you're coming from on that. Although I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on the on the behavior after the fact from being in the building. I mean, okay. you've got 18,000 fans basically giving him the bird. Right. And I don't and yes, was he demonstrative? Was he using some foul language? Was he egging them on in a sense? Did he get put up on the scoreboard in the building and and basically give him a hey a smile and a peace sign like right. hey I'm I'm here for all of it. I actually thought that was harmless, to be mm. honest. And you know, I don't think he did cross any lines in, in that moment, considering the the edge and the emotion that was in that building. And I've heard a lot of people say, hey, this is also part, and you're right, the league didn't. And I wonder if the league can even acknowledge the fact that that would be part of the suspension when he didn't really. It's not like he went at a fan. Sure, was he yelling at the fans? Yes, but was he? Did he go into the stands on somebody or something like that? So I I don't know. From being in the building, I I disagree with the notion that. And and the other thing, yeah, you've heard he did it in front. Who cares if he did it in front of the commissioner? Like who who cares if like that that well, maybe to me, like, maybe the commissioner. Yeah, well, you I mean, know honestly, what? you know what? And I'm not defending Draymond Green, but Adam Silver's a joke. Like 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 I don't care if I'm offending Adam Silver at at that particular like that's not even something I'm thinking about if if I'm Draymond Green. Like I I I don't know. You look at all the different you know issues that the league has had with competitiveness and different things. And I don't want to make it about Adam Silver. We don't even have to necessarily go down that road, but I, I, I want to kind of bring it back to something we talked about yesterday when when I was in for Willard and we were doing the changeover because to me because I'm going to flip it back the other way I like I don't think the crowd stuff should matter but the thing that I couldn't get my head around after game 2 and and in the you know in between was to me if it was intentional and like like did he if he intentionally which it sounds like everybody agreed that it was I thought there was a pathway for Draymond to say, hey, Sabonis was grabbing my ankle. I kind of lost my balance. I could have taken an awkward step away from him, but because he was still grabbing my ankle, I just said, you know what? I I, I just had to put my foot down on him in the way I in the way that I did. Whether you believe it or not, I think there was a little bit of a plausible deniability there from Draymond. But if you believe that he just took liberty to step on his chest, then I absolutely think it's within the realm to have that be such an egregious act that it winds up being a suspension for, for another game. And, and that was kind of the thing I, I was kicking around to you guys. Like, well, if it was intentional, like to me, that is malicious and, and, and beyond right. just a, a traditional foul. So just your, your take kind of, kind of on that part. Well, I think what happened is, you know, they get tangled up and Draymond goes to get up and then he realizes that Sabonis has his leg. And so he kind of, it seemed like he tried to yank it to start getting it out of there. And he had a little trouble and it was like one of those things where it's like, hey, and then you, you free it. You've kind of free your, your, your foot. And that's when you're like, that's when the emotion is like, Get it at like, and I know we're breaking this down ridiculously, but you know, you can put yourself in positions like this. You yank that foot out and then you realize what the guy was trying to do, which was hold on to your foot and you're just going to give him one. Yeah. You're I, like, I mean, F I, you. It's like an F you. Right. 
Right, exactly. And the thing is, is it did look, it did look pretty bad. Like once, if you, if you just eliminated the, the Sabonis hold and the, you know, locking up his ankle and just picked it up from the part where Draymond started, it does look pretty bad. But then that ignores everything that happened before. Um, you know, it's funny, we, we're probably going to do four hours on it. And like, I don't know. This is, this happens six times a season and six times a season, we split the baby. Draymond's getting picked on. He's not getting picked on. The refs have an inform. The refs don't, you know, that's Draymond being, it's like, honestly, JD, to me, it doesn't matter anymore. It really doesn't. The only thing that matters is it's happened again, and the Warriors got to play tomorrow night without Draymond Green. And to I, me, that's that's the biggest thing. And why has that happened? It's because this is where this is twelve years in the making of where Draymond Green is in his career, essentially. And we 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 we're going to disagree with some. We're going to agree with some, but. We got to acknowledge that it's it, it always happens and it'll probably happen again. No doubt. And and I, I think that's the, the point at which we should move the conversation forward. I do want to get your take on because this is another thing that that has you know people have bristled about. The NBA has said that part of the suspension was based on Draymond's history of unsportsmanlike acts. And and I'll say this, you know, a lot of people have said, well, that in and of itself is BS. Like, hey, you, how, how can you suspend him for that when you already kicked him out of the game for what he did at the end of the game? Basically, that the, the other stuff shouldn't be in play. And where I disagree on the, the notion of what he did with the crowd should matter, how can prior acts not come into play in, in this whole thing? Like, to me, he's that's why he got suspended in the finals in 2016 was because they – allowed him to basically skate on what happened with Steven Adams in the series prior. And at that point in time, seven years ago, the league kind of laid it down with Draymond to say, Hey, look, this is the last time we're giving you a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. You got to clean it up a little bit. And he still found himself in that situation with LeBron and, and they didn't, they didn't allow for any leniency in that instance. Well, and, and, but, but let's not forget that, that suspension that year came from the point system. So the, like, like the, the point system is a built-in mechanism to penalize past behavior. Sure. Even though it's in the immediate past. So, you know, when people get, when, so when people get upset for Draymond getting suspended for game, uh, what was it? Five in the finals? Yes. Yeah. When people get when people get upset about that. I'm always quick to to correct them that well, that was just the final penalty point that put him over. So right, but they the didn't give him a point, point enough. Right. They could have given him, I think, two points in the Stephen Adams deal instead of one. They didn't. Right. And so so with LeBron, so, you were getting no benefit of the doubt. Exactly. So so in in essence, the penalty the point system is proof that the league wants to i hope you i'm understanding like the point system ensures that past behavior if it accumulates to a certain point 
will get disciplined or or punished. Okay, so do you so, think it's fair or unfair that the league put that in the in the press release as the reason that the prior acts? Because this is he got ejected from game two. He's got two flagrant points. If he gets another flagrant two, he's he misses a game at any point in the playoffs. Because if I think it's once you get to four. Well, actually, you know what? You know what, JD? Can you can you recap that real quick again? So he ends up getting a flagrant two. Yeah, so he, so which is an automatic points. ejection from that game, okay. and he has two right. points, and I, be, and I, and I believe four points in a playoff, in, in a in the entire playoffs gotcha. means you get. So if he gets two more flagrant ones, like let's just say the Warriors right. come back and go to the finals, he's got one right. more flagrant foul, one he can get away with, without being suspended again for a game at some point down the line. So. I guess the devil's advocate and what I've heard a lot here in the last 12 hours or so is, well, wait a minute, you kicked him out of the game and you're putting him in jeopardy of getting kicked out again down the line. And now he's got to miss game three, which is for all intents and purposes, a must win for the Warriors. So that's, you know, the prior and in the release, they say, Hey, prior bad acts or unsportsmanlike acts have are part of the reason why he's, missing game three in addition to missing the end of game two, which clearly his his loss, as you laid out yesterday, the Warriors couldn't stop the Kings when they've been doing a pretty good job of stopping the Kings up until that point in that game. Right, right. I mean, yeah, I. It, it's just, has the league ever officially made it clear that when they meet out punishment, prior stuff matters? You know what I mean? Like, I don't to know me, it always matters. To me, like, I, I, I just sort of imply, well, well, what are we doing? It, of course, it matters. Right. Like, like, right. and again, I'll say it. Like, yeah. I don't think the stuff with the crowd should necessarily matter. They didn't say the stuff with the crowd mattered. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. I do wonder if there's a little bit of something going on between the Kings trying to push this narrative that Sabonis might miss the game and that should mean well Dray if if Draymond caused our guy to miss the game then then he should miss the game although they know he's probably going to play like I I wonder what those conversations because clearly there was some kind of a shift between what was reported in the afternoon and what ultimately wound up happening at eight o'clock last night so for for the parts that I throw out to me the 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 incident itself I do think you can make the case warranted more than just the ejection based on if you think it was intentional, which right. I think everybody for the most part agrees that it was. I was kind of making the case that that the Warriors case in this thing would be that it's not intentional. And that's right. maybe how you how you get off or that he didn't really have another place to go. And then the prior bad acts to me or unsportsmanlike acts is like, a well, duh. Like, like everybody's, right. like everybody's reputation in life plays a role in how they're viewed or how they're, uh, you know, how, how they're disciplined. Let, let's say if you're somebody that finds themselves in tough positions over and over and over, then you're going to get less leniency from, from, from the world, basically. Right. Well, the other thing I wonder, and, and whether it's fair or not, that's the position he's right. put himself in. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Right, and, and when you have something like this, you, you know, you're, you're also inviting all kinds of speculation. And one thing that's, that's kind of crossed my mind is there's a narrative out here for sure that the Warriors for his entire career have enabled Draymond Green. They've never lowered the boom if you will um and it started you know it started early in his career and the most recent thing was when he punched jordan Poole in practice and it was caught on video and it looked really bad and the warriors said we'll deal with it hit the pike everybody essentially yeah and i just wonder if the league sometimes says you know what this is the time because, you know, they have more authority than the Warriors. You know what I mean? Not, not that the Warriors would suspend him for this, but just, you know what? It, it, almost subconsciously, you know, you guys let this guy get away with so much. We, we can't. We're the NBA. You guys can do what you want, but we're not letting this stuff go. And yeah, right. I mean, you're right. The, the, the idea that, I mean, reputations – are always brought to the present. There's no doubt about it. I mean, so yes, I mean, what's going on with Draymond his entire career absolutely affected the decision. And now we know that the league basically confirmed that. Now, what are the, like, I'm always interested in, wait a minute, because now what's going to happen is, so wait a minute, you're punishing him for stepping over LeBron James six years ago? Uh, You're penalizing him for, uh, punching Jordan Poole? Like, what, What? you know, yeah, I guess well, they are. Okay. And, and well, Stephen Adams. Let's just make it all clear. Right. And Stephen Adams and the the uh, Brandon Clark incident in the playoffs last year yeah. in game one, he got ejected for the, the jersey grab in midair and, and got into it with the fans in Memphis. It was very, you know, what happened in, in Sacramento yeah. was very similar to what happened in in Memphis in in Game One last year, uh, but so I, again I I don't know that the fan thing is part of it. I know a lot of people and you know I, I think people in Sacramento felt some kind of way about that. But again, you can't have it both ways where your crowd is is juiced to that point and then you don't and then somebody can't 
in essence, mix it up with them back the other way. Let's move on in the sense of, and if this was the regular season, Steiny, I'd be more open to having the conversation about, well, what are his teammates thinking? And, and you know, is this another scenario where they've been – the Warriors don't have any time to think about that. Uh, they're down 0-2 in the series. They basically right. have a must-win in game three, and and they may feel that way that they're being let down or not. But I think now one of the big themes going into game three is does this Warriors team let go of the rope or not? Because this series as you know, up against it as the Warriors are now and more so with Draymond out for game three, you know, they, they still have to try to come up with a, a, a last stand here on, yeah. on Thursday night. And to me, it becomes, and I think this does play with the, where are they at with Draymond? This team's at a point where they could just give up, I I think, right now. Or they can find a way to get one, get him back, and then I think it may flip a little bit toward, you know, you know what, we might not win a title this year, but we're going to knock these people, we're going to knock these guys out, and we're going to make a statement for Draymond that we're still not going to fray at the seams in this series. And so I think that's, that's kind of where the Warriors are at right now. How, how do you see, before we right. get into how the Warriors overcome it on the court, just how do you see that, you know, th- they've been at all these different right. breaking points this year and they haven't quite broken. This is another one where they might break. It's like going into that New Orleans halftime when they look like they were about to just come apart at the seams. Yeah, I I, I think that's um, – I think it's fair. I mean – you know, I'm, if you're a uh, media guy and you're all, and you're trying to build up the story, I mean, look, this is like, this is it. Like, this could be it. If the Warriors go out there tomorrow, and and just kind of, you know, maybe even if they come out with the best intentions, and, and they get beat, like it's it. That might yep. be it. Yep. Like everything, not not just the season, like everything might be over now is that dramatic well it could be dramatic because it might not be over and even if they lose it might not be over but you you, like that's the thing about where they're at right now you got to allow for the fact that if if they get beat tomorrow night and then eventually lose the series Every all bets are off at that point with what happens in the next six months. A- a- absolutely. And so, I mean, it it does, it, it reminds me a little bit of, you remember the Lakers were the defending champs. They went to Oklahoma city and I think it was Andrew Bynum lost his cool. They were getting blown out. Yeah. 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 Was, yeah. And you know, so it's, with Berea too happened. Yeah. And, and so it was the other one. I mean, I, this is going way back, but, but even the Shaq and Kobe Lakers, you know, they won the three in a row. And then the and then the 2003, I remember they they played the Spurs, I think, who won the title that year in the second round. And the Spurs just beat them in the closeout game by 30. And it was just in, in Staples yeah. Center. And it was just it was just the end. They just didn't right. they, they didn't have any more fight uh at, at that point. And they and were so champions, right? They were three-time defending champions uh the night yeah. that the Spurs blew them out well, and, and basically and, ended that series. And you know what, JD? That, that you know, I don't, I'm not making a prediction here, but you know what? Look at Brooklyn last year when Boston Raymond. stomped on Brooklyn when they had all the drama right. and it's and swept them. Well, 
That and that's kind of what what I'd be a little worried about if I'm a Warrior fan is it, Draymond. It's not just Draymond. It feels like this whole year has been a year of frustration, and I, I could see a scenario tomorrow if things don't go well where more than a guy, another guy, or more than one guy kind of loses it. Like mm-hmm. to me, I think. I mean, I shouldn't even say this, but you know, it feels to me like Clay's walking an edge. Um, you know, he, he's, he feels disrespected, I think in a way or no doubt. whatever's going on, or he's not ready for this to, to, to go a certain way. Um, and he knows that he's susceptible to not playing. I, I just think you always say it matters how it ends. And, and to me, this is the closest that they've ever looked to, could they get beat by 25 tomorrow? Like, of course not. Well, well, we'll see. Well, you know, they, I, I, I mean, they, the Warriors are not as good a team without Draymond Green. They're just well, not. No, and and look, they've the, the story of this series to me to this point has been when the Warriors have played well offensively, their defense has been terrible. When they've played better defensively, their offense has been terrible, and they just have not been able to gain any connectivity. I, I do think overall not late in the game, but overall up until the final five minutes, they've done a pretty good job defending the Kings. Yeah. Does that, does that change though now without Draymond because the Kings are, are primed. And I've said this to you a couple of times, the Kings are kind of like the Warriors in the sense that every three or four games, they just have a game where they make 23s and, 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 and put up one thirty effortlessly. And maybe that's less likely to happen in the playoffs, but uh, the the Warriors have to figure out a way to for one night forget about the 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 everything else, right. which is you know a lot easier said than done considering everything right. that's happened this season and over the last few years. But what the Warriors' goal is going to have to be for one night to just find a way to win. And and in no reality, doubt. this is the one game of the whole series where the team that's up 2-0 doesn't have to win. Like, this is the one game to play with, if you will. And I'm not saying the Kings are going to have that mentality, but they're a young team in this position for the first yeah, time. I, and it's it's the whole, hey, you can go for the kill, or and and or you can let up a little bit. And, and look, we've seen teams before let up a little bit, and there's the desperation from the team that's down, and, it, and all of a sudden it's two to one and it's a different series. This Kings team doesn't strike me as the kind of team that's going to let up, if anything – they strike me as the Kings team that might perform a lot better, kind of smelling the blood in the water a little bit. Well, that I do think um, Mike Brown could be a factor here because he, I got to believe <clears throat> from the minute they won that game last night or two nights ago, he was saying game three, like, don't like he, he's sending a message. Don't let up. Look, they win that game. You know what I mean? I mean, this series is not over. We all know it. Now, last night, they get the news, no Draymond. I I see Mike Brown pounding a message to his team that this is the biggest game of the series. And and not, not so much that if they lose it, oh, my God, but just, guys, you, you, you can't – this is the you have a golden opportunity. You're up 2-0 against the Warriors and they're missing Draymond Green. We're a better team than them. 
we can't like, and I, I think this is where Mike Brown, he could actually get this young team to, 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 to realize that, that, that they got something here and they come out and actually play with their hair on fire rather than coming out. Well, it's, we're in, we're in chase center now and, and let's see what happens. No, no, you're better than the Warriors tonight without Draymond Green for them. Yeah, and it's interesting. The Kings have had a problem this year with opponents, star players being out and them and them not playing as well or letting it like that's okay. been kind of a thing for them this year. Uh, so, I mean, we'll see. It, it, my guess, Steiny, from the Sacramento point of view, and then I, I want to wrap up. I want to get into what the Warriors can actually do in in Game Three here because uh, I think that's important, but. It's to me, it's a matter of um when you look at the when you look at this thing from the warrior standpoint, it it's a matter of I I think it's a the Kings to me are gonna play the 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 loose, we're gonna try to win this game solely on our offense tomorrow. I, I think that's their MO. Like, I and they might, they might be, and they might be able to. I think they could go regular like to me, their let up is gonna be offense only which they did a lot in the regular season but if they make 23s to your point eight you know they might be able to do it all right let's let's wrap it up on this note and i because I, I do want to get into some specifics on this because it's it's as important as anything we talked about uh who should the warriors play moving forward and all of this and and i've said hey they got to get tighter with the rotation no kaminga maybe you're playing eight the suspension changes this. Uh, I mean, Jonathan Kaminga is going to have to play now. And, yeah. and you know, this is an opportunity, I think, for him uh, after not playing well in the first couple of games. And so I think Steve Kerr's going to have to rely on him. I think he's going to have to rely on Anthony Lamb probably a little bit. I think he may have to rely on Jamichael Green. I think Moses Moody was already going to play. I mean, in a sense, it becomes kind of a – Hey, don't have a choice but to play who we've got type of a game because you're not missing so much with Draymond. Yeah, not only that, this is an all hands on deck game, and I like, you know, people might be thinking, you know what, Kaminga's going to get finally Kaminga's going to get a shot, and he will. He'll get two shots, but that doesn't mean he's going to play 25 minutes. Right. Maybe, if he plays well, he will. If he plays well right, early, he but, might. But he might be on a shorter leash tonight because Kerr's at the point where he's like, well, if Jonathan's not giving it to me, I'm going to Lamb. And Lamb's got four minutes. And if he doesn't do it, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I'm going to Jamichael Green. Exactly. Or yeah, or I'm playing Peyton at the four the whole game or right. you know, whatever it is. Right. And so I, I think that's that's part of it, and that's where the Warriors are going to have to to try and flip this thing as far as as getting back into the series and, and moving forward. So uh, we'll, we'll – We'll call it on that note, uh, I guess, and and look ahead here. Uh, I mean, do the Warriors have any fight left? I think that's the question, or is it all just been a little bit too much? I think you, you kind of have to throw the rest of all of the adjustments and different things out the window. I think this game even more becomes about emotion and trying to use the emotion to get them one get it to two to one. And then if you get it to two to one and Draymond Green's coming back, all of a sudden you've got action going into Sunday and everybody's kind of fired up. And then if you can get that one 
I think all the pressure shifts back to to Sacramento. And I right. think there's going to be a microscope on Sabonis these next couple of games as well, whether he plays or doesn't play, because you know, we should have pointed this out. And I didn't do it earlier. He's been getting away with some stuff in this series. And the aggressor always does. And Draymond's used to being that guy that gets away with stuff. But I, I, I'm fascinated to see how the next couple of games are officiated from that standpoint, because if the Warriors have a beef, it's that they feel that the touch fouls have gone against them and the Kings have been able to get away with some extra physicality. Stein, well, real, yeah. real quick. And Final lastly, thought. lastly, yeah, I want to see how Sabonis plays because he's going to be treated pretty poorly by the Warrior fans. So yes. he's gonna, you're right about being, a, you said, under the microscope with the refs. He's also going to be under the microscope with the with the fans. So he's going to hear it tomorrow. I'm interested to see how he responds. Yeah, and and how many Kings fans are going to be there? There were not many at, at Warrior fans. And, and, I, and you got to wonder, you know, are there some Warrior fans that jump ship because of this news and, hmm. and sell their tickets straight up? And I, I think there's going to be a lot of Kings fans that are looking to go. I think a lot of Warrior fans are just kind of, you, you know, they they go quick. It, it like, yeah. Right. And so many times this year, you know, I'll end it on this. So many times this year, it's been the Warriors play terrible on the road, and then they've come home at this breaking point, and they've won the games they have yep. to win at home. And it's funny right. that here we are in the playoffs, and it's it's that again. All right, for Steiny, I'm stuff, JD, JD. Our Warriors Weekly Podcast for ninety five seven The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.